everyone. Welcome, Welcome back. back. I know. Another Tonight's episode. Like... Bitching up. <laughs> another day and no dollars. <laughs> I was going to say another day and another dollar. I was going to say holler. But <laughs> another holler. We're, we're getting for those two. What's up, ladies? Yeah, dollar makes Hello. me holler. Hello. Come we're good we're a little tired yeah but we're good yeah like it's the end of the month i'm looking forward to september yeah me too to october what i'm looking forward to october what's october it's like september and october combined i start celebrating halloween in september so i start like decorating oh that's smart because then it's longer you don't just get 30 days exactly that's why i call it october so you're one of those pumpkin spice bitch lattes. Ew. <laughs> Isn't that winter? No. No. Pumpkin is like during like, oh, oh it gets oh, kicked off in September season. too. Yeah. yeah. According no. to Starbucks. I consider like winter drinks like anything like chocolate mint. Or like peppermint. Oh, peppermint. Like a peppermint. Yeah. You don't like what? Chocolate milk. You don't like chocolate milk? Or um, pumpkin spice. No, it's not. Yeah, I've never been a pumpkin I've spice I've never girl. been a pumpkin spice girl either. I'll do pumpkin pie here and there, but not like... Yeah, oh my god, I have a pie here and there. I had sweet potato <laughs> pie last November. It was good. I never yeah. had it before. <laughs> Jay's mom makes the best sweet potato. Word up, Deborah. Yeah. <laughs> October. Um, it's here. You guys ready? Honestly, No. No. <laughs> I'm still trying to enjoy my last few. Days yeah, I'm. I'm holding on to summer. I'm like yeah. that person that's like, can y'all just like wait until it's your turn? Like, just wait until <laughs> right. you know. But you know, These whatever you cut. <laughs> yeah, literally. Well, but, cut them. Yeah. No, but like for me, I just like I like enjoying the last couple of days of summer. It's been warm. I know, girl. Your skin is glowing. I know. Yeah. You're, I just realized how tan you, you are. You look friend. amazing. She is a goddess. You are definitely <laughs> holding on to summer. I have on been baking. Skin. I had a tune up. <laughs> Recently <laughs> in Miami. Oh, is that <laughs> yeah. It, but it really started from Catalina. That's what my glow. That's where my glow up started. Oh, yeah. How <laughs> Lucy. Yeah. And then I just maintained it, tuned up. Kind of. I mean, I was just like wearing wearing like a bathing suit and stuff, and like a halter. Sweet. Yeah. Which shows? What about you, Luce? What about me? What's up with the you know the summer's ending? Any like last hurrahs you want to do? Not really. I mean, I am looking forward to fall, mm-hmm. but I do want to, I don't know, I just feel like uh, for having been looking forward to the summer, yeah, that it went and came, mm-hmm. and I feel In like... In a blink of an eye. Yeah, and I feel like there's did. just not enough time for activities. Honestly, which is hilarious, because the reason why the summer went by so fast is because we did all these things. Yeah. Which is ironic, because. but I do agree, because I feel like a lot of our bucket list has been unfulfilled. Yeah. Because we've done, like, it just, like, honestly, the summer just got away from us. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I remember us talking about the summer So, I guess that means we're going to have a feral girl fall. (laughs) What we're going to do is basically just correr todo to fall. Like, (laughs) our summer bucket list is now our... October. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm excited all. for what's mm-hmm. to come, honestly. It was an interesting summer, to say the least. So when does summer end? September? Um, September? No, or October. Oh, September. Yeah, September. 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 Yeah. Sometimes in like, sometime in mid to end. No, it's like, like the After Labor Day, right? No. Isn't no, Labor Day is like, like after this. Labor Day is next weekend. Oh, so no, it's like farther in. It's like the Lucy's 20th or something. I'm ready for 
for what is next fall? Yeah. I'm ready for fall. <laughs> Do you have any fall plans? We have no idea. We have, like, no <laughs> idea what's... <laughs> Uh, fall plans? Not die. I'm just kidding. Or die. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, my plan is to just keep myself alive. <laughs> as long as possible. Honestly. Right? No, I mean, not yet anyways. How was your weekend? Chill, actually. I've been sick. I've been feeling yeah. like shit. Yeah, so. Oh yeah, because you were like PMSing and stuff. <sighs> I'm still PMSing. Jesus. I'd never be a girl. Sorry. I'd- September 22nd yeah, is when nice. fall starts. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. So see, it's mid to end September. So we're going to party like Wake me up when September ends, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay, so now we know when it when it ends. So with countdown is here. So I don't want any of yous to bring a fall <laughs> until after <laughs> September 22nd. Right? No, just Christmas kidding. shit. Yeah. For real, not, I feel like nowadays you just see a whole bunch of like Thanksgiving and Christmas shit. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wow. We still have Halloween, well, it's com- it's because the commercial calendar is always, like, one holiday ahead. So, it's, know, like... But they're always trying to... And that would home. be nice or whatever, but also, like, your decorations are not cheap. Yeah. I mean, you know? It's, like, what the F? And this is why I don't decorate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only decorate for Halloween, really. Halloween's obviously... I know. I'm, like, day. hating on the fact that Halloween is upon us. But once it's here, I'm going to be like, this is Halloween. This is Halloween. And I'm not going to let it go until the end of the year. Just ask my right? mom. Yeah. That is literally me during Christmas time. Me too. My mom starts taking the, the like, the Halloween stuff down and starts putting up, like, uh, Thanksgiving. And, like, I'm like, this is Halloween. And she's like, no, it's not Halloween anymore. It's so funny. But, yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Halloween on Christmas also is my favorite. Do we have any bitch up moments of the week? Bitch up moments of the week. Um, actually, I just thought of one. But I it's thought really of one cool. too. I actually left my house on Sunday. Nice. Where'd you go? Um, we've been wanting to go to the flea yeah. market, and I was gonna go by myself because mm. Shelly wasn't home yet. Um, but then she ended up getting home as I was leaving. So I was like, do you want to come? Because I know you've been wanting to go. We've been on an artiste date. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So we went to the flea market. I really wanted to find a vase. I didn't find one, but she did. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it was a pretty, um, what is it? A pretty It was a wholesome Sunday. Nice. Yeah. We yeah. went to go get lunch and then we knocked the fuck out. Really? Yeah, yeah I, well, I went, I, yeah, she's okay. like, let's be Europeans. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I took, I took, <laughs> I took Nala on a, a walk before mm-hmm. going on my nap, but yeah, when I came back, I was just like, and I was yeah. just supposed to knock out for an like hour, but I was just like, I'm going to go to sleep until eight. <laughs> and, yeah. and that's because you guys have been partying huh, hard. Honestly, yeah, I think yeah. that it's been draining. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. That was going to be my bitch up moment. What? Oh, not actually not mine. It was gonna be Lucy's bedroom moment because, what? um, she was a real um, what is it called? She was a real friend. <laughs> <laughs> For lack of a better word, I think she bitched up and took care of me on Friday <gasps> slash Saturday you morning. That hungover? Uh, I was slap kebab city. Okay, <gasps> like I I've never seen you that. I there's moments that blacked out. Okay, for me, like I don't remember getting home. I don't remember getting showered by Lucy. <gasps> Fran, you're such a good friend. I gave her a sponge bath. <laughs> yeah, saw her she did. It's a scrub. Yeah. It's a scrub. Taquito, how could you? <laughs> it's a scrub set. It's a scrub. Yeah. Seriously, 
like I don't. She like, washed I, her taquito. I no. remember. Oh. I remember bits. Of, I just remember waking up and being like, obviously naked in my bed. Well, in my bathrobe, and then mm. being like, oh my god, what happened? La-? Not like what happened last night because I knew we were out celebrating Laura's bachelorette Mm -hmm. and I remember that we were Lydia I remember I drank I remember I took body shots from her (laughs) I remember we got free shots too by the bartenders and stuff and then we got bottle service at the end of the night when it was already like midnight fucked up and we and we well I fucked around with well we all fucked around with vodka after we had been drinking tequila first half of the night (laughs) yeah they were not tequila girls But you know, we partied with vodka. We girls. rallied, yeah, we rallied. And I mean, it's good. Like, like vodka is good. I mean, I think it's having a resurgence in my life lately. But yeah, so yeah, I I was slap kebab city on Friday, Saturday, and like I threw up on the way home. Oh my god! And Lucy, and I told Lucy her, I'm like, you should probably carry up me. before you get in the car. And she's yeah. like, no, I'm fine. I'm like, you should throw up because once we settle down, the like. Air. Yeah. Like it's so crazy because for me, like I'll be out partying and I'll be like, you know, and I'll hold my liquor. And the second we I get into a moving vehicle, that's when everything just gets derailed. Yeah. Yeah. But like I think that that's how like um unconscious I already was. Yeah. Not like I couldn't move, but like in the sense that I don't remember the part where like I could have thrown up and then I chose not to and then being in the car and starting to throw up (laughs) I don't remember that because usually I'm good at like sticking my head out if I need to throw up on the way back or have a bag with me you know so yeah so I think Lucy really bitched up this weekend (laughs) so that was her bitch a moment that's why I was like I can think of one for you like me no a bitch down that was <laughs> me last week and I yeah the next day I couldn't keep anything down I did my little merjurje that usually helps me set my stomach the next day yeah threw that up so quickly I ordered some like electrolytes because I was like fuck if I can keep down any water like let me get my like hydrate myself fucking threw that up too and mm. I was just like beside myself so yeah that's awesome it Brian. was a it, it was happy for you though because you must have had a great honestly <laughs> I had a great time yeah and it but okay it's wild because we're looking at the videos I have videos of myself from that night and then Lucy sent me the videos and pictures she had from that night and I was just like oh my god I don't remember this it was wild but she looked like a lady huh doing it Look. I know. I <laughs> feel like, like pulling down her dress. Oh, yeah, I like, was like, but yeah, my dress was writing. Up and you were bit. drunk, friend? No, I was fine. I mean, I was like a little buzzed. We were buzzed. Yeah, I was coherent. And then we did get lost getting to our car a little bit, yeah. but that's just we took a wrong turn, and I was like, shit. And then only yeah, homie let us get, go. Ooh, we caught a, a car crash on. Not a car crash. Uh, almost a, a hit love run tap. on camera. It was a little love tap. Yeah, it was a little the love tap. The person ran, like rear-ended Like rear-ended a car, but... It was like a little besito. But other than that, it was a good night. We got home safely, and I gave her a shower and laid her in her bed and then and knocked then, out. 
<laughs> yeah, and then we woke. I woke, I remember when I finally woke up and I was like, "Where's my phone? Like, what time is it?" It was like one twenty-two. I put my phone to charge, and then I just remember voice voice my memory Lucy be like, "Friend, I'm gonna order food. Do you want something? What do you want?" And then she never replied because she felt that she was asleep. And I went to her room because I was like, "I'm I need to put food in my system, or else I'm probably never gonna get out of this." Like hangover yeah. and I went over to her room and she was just passed out like a little starfish <laughs> I was like okay I don't want to wake her up because she probably had a really long night with my dumb ass last night so yeah I woke up like at 11 and then I was like you know yeah. you know what what the what was the flaw in my plan was because I pre-gamed Hard. You did, did pregame. I was surprised. And, and within a small period of time, because no limit, like I didn't track my time because we worked, got off work at a certain time, and then we needed to be here at eight thirty, whatever. So I took my pregame to go. So I had like I just put um, a bunch of shots of tequila in my little tumbler, and I took a white claw to chase it, and I had my little limes with me. And she was also you, when you were drinking vodka, you were drinking straight up vodka. Wait, hold on. She did not. She was not <laughs> chasing it with anything. And she's like, "Can you fill up my cup?" And I'm like, "Sure. What juice do you want? Pineapple or cranberry?" She's like, "No, I just want vodka." And I'm like, "Are you serious?" And I don't she's know like, where yeah. she was that night. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Wait, wait, who? What was my name? I was Jessica that night, remember? Jessica's a whole other bitch. Yeah, we changed our name. <laughs> it's me! Just yeah. was No, but, okay, so I pre-gamed a little too hard, and then I, whatever. Again, I pre-gamed because I was like, I'm not trying to spend a lot of money on drinks tonight. Gonna be just chill, so I'm gonna have a good buzz with whatever we get at the restaurant. At the restaurant and then maybe I'll get a drink at the bar. Yeah. I was not counting on free shots. <laughs> I was not counting on bottle service. <laughs> yeah, you can't. And, and I ran into Bertha and Adelia at Alegrias, mm-hmm. and Bertha bought me a shot while we were waiting in line for the bathroom. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Was oh, okay. it so, all vodka still? No, it was tequila. So you were so mixing hard. White Claw, tequila, and vodka. Yeah. 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 Damn, Fran, you went hard. Yeah, I didn't know she was going to go that hard. I mean, I knew I was trying to get a little litty because it was Laura's, like, last hurrah. And, like, you know, before Laura, Lucy, and I used to go and, like, go out about the town and we would go dancing. It was just so much fun. We would not get messed up, you know, because we'd always get home, like, good. So it was just, like, it was going to be her last hurrah because she doesn't come out like that anymore. But So I knew I was going to go hard, but I did not know she was going to go hard. Damn. But, yeah. What about you, Jenny? What did you do this weekend? Um, just rest. Just That's bitch good. down. That's cool. Not that I needed it. I think yeah. I've been working Be a lot. Be bitch. Well, I was going to say bitch or Nate. Like, hibernate. But no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. But yeah, I just slept a lot. And that was good. I needed it. I still need it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But my bitch a moment. It's probably, yeah, like I said earlier, my, my chest piece, too. Like, I went for a touch-up. Yeah. It looks good. Like, yeah, thank you. She, she, she does looks look cute. real good. Shout-out to Mondo. Um, Is it the same guy that's doing this? No. Nah. Actually, shout-out to my, my arm dude, too, John Hewick. What's his Instagram <laughs> handle? Uh, he's at John Hewick with uh, Raven and the Wolves uh, tattoo shop here in Long Beach. So Hit him up. Yeah, this guy's amazing. And Mondo, too. Mondo's cool. Honestly, though, the detail on that, that was it painful? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, you guys know I'm pain tolerant. Yeah. Really pain tolerant. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe it's because 
um, well, my period. You're, yeah, you're and, sensitive. I hear yeah. that when you're on your period, like when you're on menstruating and like getting waxed and stuff, they say that it's more sensitive. sensitive. Like you're just more sensitive in general. I mean, that makes a lot of sense because, dude, I, was, I wasn't even there like 30 minutes and I wanted to leave. I was like, this shit hurts. Like, a You're lot. You're like, I tap out. I tap yeah, out. Yeah, and it's so crazy. Like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, do I really want it? And obviously, like... <sighs> and obviously, really? it was just crazy Jen in yeah. your head. Like, obviously, not crazy Jen, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> I'm not crazy! <laughs> Sensi Jen. Mensi yeah, Jen. Mensi Jen. Yeah. No, for real, I was like, do I really want to get all of this touched up again? Like, yeah. this is good enough. Like, yeah. this is good enough. This is gonna hurt. But yeah, I was only there for an hour, and I couldn't take it anymore. Would you like, say that that's going to be the worst part? Or is the worst part going to be the shading? The, shading. The, the black hair is going to be the worst. Do you remember what the first experience was like when you of did the shading? I do. And actually didn't do... Yeah, I do. And it didn't hurt. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've gotten her shaded before already. Just remember to do it when you're not on your period next time. Yeah. Maybe that'll help. So. I think that's what it was. But I bitched up and I just stayed there for until he finished. How least. long was it? I mean, I the touch-up was only an hour. Oh. Okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah, it was good. Because I remember this one you said was what, like eight five, hours. eight hours? Yeah. This one's eight Imagine hours being in that much pain for eight hours. hours. But the arm didn't I would have passed out from pain. John, probably. you have the hands of an angel, and I never feel it, and I slept through the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. That's so, or so. you passed out from pain. No, I was kidding. That's what I was going to say. I mean, I feel like I would have passed oh. out from pain. It didn't hurt at all. I mean, only like this little portion from the, like, by the elbow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But hmm. no. Well, that's cool. Can't yeah. wait to see the, the final the result. Yeah. yeah. For your My arm 15. and for your chest piece. Because it's, it's so cool, like, mm-hmm. how it's, like, just... It's coming back it's to coming life. Out. Yeah. I know. The roses here, you know. She's like, bring me back to life. Bring me back to life. Wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you guys keep it going? Because it goes, wake me up inside. I just said, wake me up. But isn't the song, bring, bring me back that's, to life? That's the song name. Yeah, from Evanescence. Wake me up. Wake me up. Okay. <laughs> My bad, Shorty. I love it. She's drunk still. I'm just kidding. I feel like I lost a couple neuronas this weekend. <laughs> well, like, they do say alcohol like to, does kill your neurons. So. I would like to apologize <laughs> to the Evanescence community and the Lincoln Park community. <laughs> We're botching those lyrics. Alright. Anyways. Back to on topic, you guys. I'm so excited to talk about this because you know, Jenny's a little morbid angel. A morbid angel. (laughs) That's such an oxymoron. Exactly. A morbid angel. (laughs) And it just plays on my whole like duality thing, right? Yeah. Like everything. Like I call myself sensitive and savage. Like also it's a player. And it's very true for your character. Oh I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sensitive and savage. It's very annoying. But yeah, today's topic um, is based on this whole my my year, this year's concept as well, right? And and it's going to be death, death and all her friends. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> death becomes her. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that movie. You need to watch it. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. I've yeah. seen clips of it, but I want to see it in, in all of it. Let's watch it. it. Once, <laughs> once. What is it called? What did you call it? October. Se- Octo- oh, I was, gonna, October? I was trying to say September. <laughs> September. I like that one. <laughs> well, I mean, that one makes sense. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. dyslexic. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. But October. What is it? October. October. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
We should watch it when it's finally time to do that. Yeah, we'll have movie nights. It'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Ooh, can we like, yeah. Oh, remember I sent a TikTok to you guys? No, it was like, <laughs> was it you guys or? I remember I said a TikTok. Well, it was cute because it was talking about how like we're getting into that season and it's like watching movies and like obviously scary movies are like Halloween type movies yeah. and like making cookies and just, you know, staying in. Yeah, oh, yeah, being we should be. Being home. But I also want to go out and scare people. That too. Of course. And always. Talk them and just I'm down for that. And cat. Oh yeah, remember it's still it's gonna be feral girl fall still. Yeah. So feral girl, cat callings ago. I was gonna say feral ghoul. So. <laughs> Would you say feral, feral ghoul? Feral ghoul. <laughs> okay, so the topic is death. Yes, and you know, as you guys know, I am fascinated by the idea of not only death itself, but like of mm-hmm. the darker realms, right? And no, I'm not a Satanist, but <laughs> just um, let the record show. Don't bash on them. So. Um, but yeah, today's topic is death, mm-hmm. and uh, I have you know a series of questions I want to ask you guys um, about the perception of death. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, yeah, I'm super excited, and I wanted to share a story with you guys um, mm. because I just remembered this today. And I was really? Like, yeah. And is it a story about death? Yeah, it's like my first realization of how beautiful death can be, mm-hmm. and I was like 10 years old, mm-hmm. and I remember. I was like, yeah, I was nine or ten, and I remember having this turtle, and I fucking loved this turtle. Oh. Like, I loved pets growing up, and I had little oh chickens. I had, had, you name it. I had okay, like Selena. little, yeah. <laughs> oh little, my like, god, you were, you really were Selena. <laughs> Selena, I was a fat Selena. <laughs> been like nine or ten I had this turtle and I love this turtle and I would like take it outside and I would watch it race like mm. I would play with it right and I don't know what happened one day guys but I think I don't remember if it was me or my mom but somebody stepped on that turtle and it died <gasps> yeah devastated yeah I was I love turtles too but I could never muster up the courage to own a turtle because I was like I'm gonna kill this turtle like I don't know how, I don't know the first thing about turtle care you know like have you ever seen the turtle smile no. It's the oh wait, actually I have. I have uh, my friend Ale and Mappy. You know my friends. I think you met them at my birthday last year. Mm-hmm. They have tortoises. Yeah. Wait, Laura had a tortoise. And it's like big. She's big. Well, oh like the first gosh. one they got. They she's big. Yeah, yeah. And and like they would. Uh, well, like Mappy still posts about their pets and stuff. Oh. So she'll just be like out. My friend Christina has a tortoise too, and he's huge. His name is Taco. Nice. So every time he would grow, I'm like, what is he, a burrito now? Is that what we're going to call him? <laughs> oh, oh, I know, right? Because he outgrew huge. it. Yeah. yeah, he's huge. They're the freaking cutest. And That's awesome. They have, you know, and I was fascinated. How big was your turtle? Um, It was small. Oh, okay. it, it was still small. She was, was still, she was still growing. Um, but I remember, you know, she was dead, and I, oh man, that hurt so much, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like it was gone. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, you should bury it, you know, like, you should bury it. And I was like, okay. And I mean, who knows, like, at 10, you know, I'm never, I had never been to a funeral, never knew what it was or anything. So put my little imagination together and mm-hmm. we had a rose bush outside. So I was like, I'm just going to put it next to the roses. My idea was it'll just, it'll just be there with roses. Like, yeah. And that way, yeah. And then you know where it, it is. is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I buried it. Um, and I cried a little bit, I remember, and then I just said, like, my little goodbyes. And it was mm-hmm. just me alone, right? 
Um, but every day I knew where my turtle was, mm -hmm. and every day I would look at it, and every day like, something. Like, hey girl. Yeah, like something different would be about that area, though, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, at first I started just kind of noticing all the bugs that were there and I was like, holy shit, that's a lot of bugs, you know? <laughs> there was like ants, there was like maggots, there was like flies, there was like... Were uh, they coming for your turtle that was decomposing Well, maybe? I'm sure it was just there in the dirt. They all um, lived there, so I'm sure they were all like bi-curious. <laughs> bi-curious? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening here? Yeah. Um, You're like, not an orgy! Right? right? <laughs> so every day I'm passing orgy. by this turtle uh, plot and, you know... Um, one day I saw like little grass growing around it mm -hmm. and I thought I was like how does grass grow there you know like mm -hmm. I mean I didn't really know much about like the proteins that bodies have yeah. that nourish the soil and create life yeah. right but at that time I'm just it like fertilized whoa that exactly area. yeah so I see little weeds coming out and I saw like a little like tiny like flower almost but it was like one of those like you could blow like little ones a little dandelion yeah. dandelions is, yeah, is that what they're called yeah right yeah yeah um, and I got curious. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Like, my turtle is there. Is it still there? Is she out here doing work? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> She's I, out here trapping out plants. <laughs> <laughs> she's a house decorator like she's doing the damn thing um wait what was your turtle's name party i don't remember oh okay we're gonna have to meet or something in her remembrance but um i dug her up and when i dug it up wait how long how much time had passed between you first burying, burying her to i don't know I you basically like a few what weeks, is it you exhumed her yeah maybe a few weeks i want to say uh -huh. three weeks maybe four damn yeah um, was she still there? Dude, she was. And it was fascinating because it was just the shell and her oh. skeleton. Oh, oh shit. Oh, yeah, because yeah. everything organic had already decomposed, but yes. her skeleton and obviously her shell, yeah. that doesn't quickly. decompose. That quickly. Damn. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was what been three weeks. beautiful sight. Uh. Like a shell, perfectly like beautiful shit. It was her shell, you know? So mm. it was like, oh, this is my turtle. And then yeah. like a tiny bones you know they were so tiny but you could tell they were there that is wild um and then just kind of like the soil you know around it it was so rich like i could i remember it was like like brownie fluff mm -hmm. you know and i realized like wow something so beautiful came and i kept that shell for a bit i was gonna ask you like, did you keep your the yeah, shell i did yeah. i don't remember what happened to it now but yeah i kept that shell for a Damn, while how many and, cool feet still have and it was so beautiful but yeah i realized like even though death is painful mm -hmm. like something beautiful came out to me like i was able to hold that shell for for a long time and like mm -hmm. just remember her you know yeah Aww. So, anyways, that was my introduction to death. <laughs> Damn. Oh, wait, how old were you? Like, ten. Ten? Yeah. Damn. Like eight, yeah, nine or ten. What about you guys? Do you guys remember a time? Like, um, when you were... I mean, it wasn't that beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I think, honestly, I think for me... We story. The only time... <laughs> you don't have to. No, I know, but it's like, it's... Like, in yes. the sense that, like, um, it kind of was, like, full circle for you. Because yeah. you got to conceptualize not just death but life after death yeah and like what and like life keeps going like the yeah. cycle of that yeah, yeah sure i think i mean obviously growing up you you're always introduced like to films and like soap operas and like the whole concept of death is always there but i think sure. the only one that i really recall the most was honestly just watching the selena movie to me oh, yeah. because my grandpa <laughs> loves selena one. and so he watched the film and he made me watch it with him and so obviously like that was my first introduction to her like i didn't know who she was until 
that movie. Till that movie. So, yeah. and I was like, what? Three? Oh, shit, that's three really old. old. Yeah. You were three. Yeah, I think oh. I was three. She passed away in what, And you remember? Like, you remember stuff from when you were three years old? Oh, yeah, I remember that's stuff amazing. when I was three. That's cool. Maybe it might have been four, but I remember stuff. Who knows? <laughs> I, <laughs> well, you're, no, just kidding. No, but that's <laughs> no, very young. I do like, remember things from young. when I was three. Like, yeah. Specific stuff. And most that's of it's centered around, centered around music. That's why I remember it. Um, but... Growing up Latino, <laughs> yeah. all your core memories are linked to music. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, like I understood, like oh, she passed away because someone like killed her and whatnot. But honestly, I don't think it really like came to me that like death, like the whole cycle of death, or like that. I think death is one of those things that you really have to experience firsthand, to, firsthand to really understand it. Yeah. And empathize with other people and like really yeah. get it. You experience mm-hmm. death firsthand through your turtle. Yeah. At least your first experience with yeah. it. Yeah. So my first experience with death was definitely like the passing of my grandpa. And I like I remember that whole moment because literally it was like the day before my my parents and I were driving and the sun or the the whole sky looked like paradise. Like it looked like a beach and we were like so in awe of it right because we we're like oh it looks like the sun just like the, the sky just opened up and like you can see paradise mm-hmm. like palm trees that it was really pre- pretty colors viv- very vivid and then i remember the next morning my dad woke me up in the morning to tell me that my grandpa had passed he had gone to to mexico mm-hmm. um and he passed of a, a stroke oh, after a while so i was like mm-hmm. that was like the first like whoa you know what i mean like yeah. So, Did you know your grandpa? Like, yeah, it was my my paternal grandpa. Like he right. basically helped raise me, because my dead mom worked a lot. So, yeah. him and my grandma would like help out and take care of us when we were younger. So that's why a lot of my cousins and I grew up very close, because all would the parents take care would of all go you to had. work and they we would yeah. all get taken care of by our that's grandparents. So, cute. Yeah. That so that was like my first like go like experience with death for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it hit and it was close to home because you knew them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think it hurt more, too, because it wasn't like you could, like, attend the funeral. Like, we didn't get to attend the funeral. it was in Mexico. It was in Mexico. And then, obviously, like, my parents at the time could not travel to Mexico. Yeah, that's A, a majority of my, my aunts and uncles couldn't. So, everybody yeah. that was here, um, basically, they had to record the funeral. And then we had to watch the tape to, like, that's get to experience it. And, what? like, see, like, how he was buried and the whole, like... And it was to get the closure, too, right? Because you guys couldn't be there in that moment or, yeah. like, experiencing the funeral. Because you know how they say how funerals are more for the people than for the person that passed. It's that's helping you yeah. cope with cope. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it was... Yeah, that was my first experience with with official experience with death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like growing up, I can't pinpoint the first time that I, like knew about death i think like lucy i could remember there being like references to it in like media right like whether it was the news or like um movies or yeah like news or movies i think yeah novelas novelas. (laughs) but when it came to actually like it being something that i experienced firsthand i do remember there being like we were all really young and like i think one of my padrinos his dad passed away i think he had cancer 
And so I remember that being like a big deal in terms of just like, oh my God, someone passed away. Yeah. And then like all the proceedings that happened, you know, like the viewing the w or the wake and then you go on all that stuff. We were shielded from it. We didn't have to go to any of those things, but we knew like our parents mm -hmm. were going to these things and yeah. we were just kind of like staying back and being like, you know, and then you got the little, what is it called? The little the little pamphlet that they oh, give yeah. out that say stuff. So then they're mm -hmm. like, oh, you know. But I think, um, and then I also remember a few years after that, my my dad's cousin, who he, like, grew up with, like, brothers, he passed away in a, um, an auto, it was like a autobus, like, accident. Mm -hmm. So he and his wife were traveling, and, like, I don't remember how or what, but the, there was a, a big accident, and he passed away, like, on impact on the spot oh, wow. so like when my dad i didn't know this i i knew he was our, my our tío, but we didn't have a relationship with him because yeah. we didn't grow up in monterrey you know my dad had this whole ass relationship with him and i just remember it being like a thing of like oh your tío passed away and it was such a tragic mm -hmm. passing so obviously it was like yeah. way before his time and he left like two kids and oh, his wife man. and unfortunately his wife ended up uh, becoming um I think she was a paraplegic after that. So oh, she like she she wasn't she's not able to walk. So she's been in a wheelchair since. Yeah. But she's such a little badass. Like she does a lot of sports and oh, stuff. Yeah. Like and That's she competes awesome. in like those type of like oh, cool. but anyways, and then you know she finished raising the kids. But <laughs> I do remember um, that my it hit my dad hard and I had, I don't think I had ever seen my dad cry at that point Aww. and I just remember him getting like locked up like him like locking himself in the room and then my mom just being like oh like your dad's going through it and I was like <laughs> but you know like I was feeling more for my dad because yeah. I was just like yeah like we had this tragic loss in our family but I had no relationship with that person yeah. so it was also interesting to kind of experience death in that lens because I was seeing it like through my dad's pain yes. you know and then his pain with him. yeah and then I think then after that you know I experienced it with pets yeah. like I think like Annabelle's dog got like run over and it was tragic because we love dogs and I remember we kind of nursed those puppies when they were first born and I remember when they got run over it was so sad um so I experienced it then but I think when it really hit home was or like the closest I ever had it was when my tia, when my tia Alicia like passed away and I was already grown, grown. So like, <laughs> I think I was like in 11th grade, I think I was in 11th grade. And so I already knew about death, right? Like I knew that people die. I knew that people get sick and all that stuff. And it was just like, it was just tragic because it, I think it was the first time that I experienced death so closely of like, it's someone that I loved. It's someone I had a like really big relationship with. Mm. And then it was just interesting, too, because we didn't foresee it coming because it happened like she was going into surgery because she had fallen and kind of like uh, fractured her her shoulder. So she was going in to get it like fixed. Right. And and I had seen her like that Tuesday before her wedding. No, sorry, not her wedding <laughs> before her, <laughs> her before her surgery. Because it was her birthday in October. She was an October um, person uh, birthday. And we were there, and we, we took her out to dinner. And it was just my parents and me, because none of my siblings were able to go. And, you know, we had this, this dinner, and we dropped her off at her place, said bye, whatever, I'll see you next week. And then she went into surgery, and then I just remember my parents getting news that, like, 
the surgery didn't go well. Like, she had a bad reaction to God knows what, and she's in a critical condition. But it was kind of like, oh, like, they're figuring it out, right? Like, she's getting checked out, whatever. Um, And she was like that for, like, I think a little bit over a month. And then she fell into a coma. And then I think after, like, a week or two, her kids were like, we're going to pull the plug on her, basically. (laughs) And so I think that's what was, like... For me, the craziest because one, I never experienced death so closely, and for it to happen that way when yeah. it was like unexpected, and the fact that they chose for her, right? Because it's like she didn't want to die; she wasn't ready to die. Like I think it was before her time, and I think it, it was crazy because I still remember we had like the opportunity to, you know, thankfully because my tia was my tia, not blood related. She was my tia, like. Um, by marriage and at that point my tío and her had already separated mm-hmm. so it's like her family didn't have to give us the courtesy of like if you guys want to come and like pay your goodbyes and stuff yeah. but they did bless their hearts because um unfortunately when my tío and my tía separated it wasn't the best um separation so we were really thankful that they they let us say goodbye and I just remember going to see her in her like she was all plugged up in, like, the ICU or whatever. Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? And then, and she was awake. She was awake. She was... Her eyes were not, like, closed. But, like, I think her body was just not fully functioning. So she was obviously plugged in. But, like, she was awake. And you could tell she was conscious. Like, you could tell she was there. Like, you you would see her and you would kind of spark in that eye yeah and you would kind of and like so so hard to like say goodbye and her kind of looking at you like what like what's happening yeah Yeah. and obviously like we were in-laws so we had no say in their decision to pull the the plug on her so it was just so crazy because again it's like it was death but it was like she didn't choose her death you know someone like they chose for her so i was like don't pull the plug on me i'm never signing up for you (laughs) yeah no you're ridiculous (laughs) what do you mean i just like ever since like that has always been so present in me so anytime that i'm ever like for example when i recently changed doctors and everything and they they have like these things that you sign like who do you want to appoint if like you can never make decisions for yourself and shit like that and i'm like well first of all y'all can't pull the plug on me but anyways no but yeah so it was i think that was the closest that i experienced death with with my ds passing and it was tragic because i didn't think she was ready to go yeah and someone else chose for her yeah yeah Um, so it's tough dude i'm sorry Mm -hmm. That is my other trauma. I'm just kidding. No, but yeah, and she was great. That's a powerful uh, exposure. You know, it like that's like some life forming. It would, yeah, it definitely was formative. That's crazy. Are are you guys afraid of dying? No. No. I mean, we all know it's imminent, right? Yeah. No, I'm not afraid of dying. That's awesome, and that's so rare to hear, guys. I'm I'm sorry I'm, like, smiling. (laughs) But I'm like, that's so cool, because a lot of people you'd be... I don't know. I know for a fact you guys don't go around asking people, hey, are you scared of dying? But you know my word as does. (laughs) I honestly don't think people are scared of dying. I think they're more scared of how they're going to die, and that's what I'm... Uh, When I think about it, I'm like... 
I when I if I ever when I was thinking of death, yeah. I always thought of I wouldn't say I always thought about it, yeah. but when I did think about my death, mm-hmm. I always assumed that I would die at a young age. Ah. Um like okay, little Miss in my twenties for sure. Um but then I'd be like, Oh, I always wondered how I would die. Like that would be my thing. And I think also my fear wouldn't be how I would die, but also just the people that I would leave behind. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's my biggest concern. Like what are you what do you what do you guys think death is? I think for me, death is really just you ceasing to exist in a physical form. Ceasing to exist in Yeah, like that's okay. I think that's the most basic at the, like my baseline for what death is is just you ceasing ceasing to exist in a physical form. Yeah. Obviously my little organic body here, my mid sized queen body <laughs> is gonna be gone, right? Yeah. But I feel like there are different levels to it because I think obviously death is such a big I don't know I think it's a big term right like you can talk about death in a spiritual level death on a physical form death in metaphysical too you know Mm -hmm. so um but yeah I I do want to circle back to say that like I'm not afraid of dying and I think what Lucy said was interesting in terms of what you're fearing more is how you're dying and things like that and what you're leaving behind, for example. For me, I think for me, I've always seen like, like you said, it's, it's inevitable. So like, I'm just going to keep doing me living my life the way I want to. And when it's my time to go, it's my time to go. And whether it's next year, three years from now, 50 plus years, I get to be a hundred then that is what it is, yeah. right? Like, that's, for me, that's what that's why I'm not afraid of it. Like, I, I know it's going to happen, and it's mm-hmm. going to happen the way it's supposed to, and whether it's tragic or not, like, that's how it was meant to go, right? Yeah. Like, it's so funny. Because you can't control it. Yeah, and I think I've kind of, because I know I can't control it, and it's inevitable, it's been, like, it's a release, and it's very freeing. It's very, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, for example, I, I know my mom will sometimes be like, oh, my God, like, you live so crazy don't take care of yourself or like you're here you're there and you're not always assessing the risks of where you're putting yourself into and things like that or like even when you travel right yeah like when you step on an airplane that could be your last plane ride like point blank right like that really could be your last or you going somewhere you're never guaranteed you're gonna come back and so i'm always like wow like this could be my last plane ride and then i'm like but I have peace in knowing that I was doing something that I wanted to do, yeah. you know? Because I think that's what would suck. If I die doing something I hated doing, you know? And I was just going to mention that. Yeah. Like, I think you that's... live your life with so much intent mm-hmm. that any moment is a good moment to die for you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Or at least that's what I, I would hope and for myself in terms of, like, when I think about death and dying. But that's how I've... That's, that's the way I've kind of created my relationship or just like my conception of dying and again it's directly tied to the notion that I'm gonna cease to exist in a physical form because when I'm thinking about dying I'm thinking like okay like my body is no no longer gonna be functioning like I won't be able to like get up and do everything I normally do that's death for me right um but yeah that that that's why I'm not afraid of dying yeah that's interesting um I never really cease to exist I mean, I get it. I don't think dying, like in my eyes, dying mm-hmm. doesn't hurt. Like not the act its own, but it's like the moment. It's before. in the way that you die. Right? Yeah, kind that of. That might right? be painful. Right. Mm-hmm. And even though, um, 
like I don't know obviously how I'm gonna die. I don't know where I was going with that. Sorry guys. <laughs> no, reverse, reverse. I know. Um, so your idea of dying does it involve? Would you say it's more for you? I feel like it's very scientific, mm-hmm. right? It's the anthropologist um, in me. Yeah. And then for you, what would you call? What would you say? Your mine is more spiritual, like my mm-hmm. my concept of death. Well, because spiritually, me, I don't believe I'm dying. Like, she's okay. going to live forever, baby. <laughs> like, hello, Excel, she's a goddess. Right? I'm, I'm still alive, baby. You I'm know? I'm well, I think, I think that's why, like, I lean, when I talk about death, it's uh-huh. in such a physical form because yeah. in other aspects, I'm like, she's going to live forever. Like, she's, she's not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, that's why, for me, I'm very, like, when I talk about death, when I think about death, I'm it's very, very much like, it's physical. Yeah, it's physical. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think about it in the physical form. Uh, if I, I think my whole concept of death, growing up in like a Catholic household, was very much based off of like you die, and then you either go here or you go here. You know, it's like a very like one two. You ascend or descend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think um, the older I got, it definitely became more of a spiritual. Um, idea of death and it's again a physical form and the the, physic- the spiritual world is a lot more complex than it's made out to be in religions in general mm-hmm. um, yeah so that's how I, I see it it's just a so death of your physical form not necessarily your soul yeah mm-hmm. so we all yeah the soul concept is another spiritually you're still yeah bopping around so, do you guys believe in a heaven or hell? Then, I mean, we—I feel like we're all Catholic. I here. do. Yeah. I do believe that there is a heaven because I believe in my Lord, my Christ, baby Jesus. You know, so it's like yeah. I cannot be out here <laughs> preaching baby Jesus and all these things and not believe in heaven. I do believe in heaven. Yeah. I don't think that my version of heaven <laughs> aligns with the Catholic <laughs> version of heaven and all the different dependencies on what it takes to be allowed in heaven and, you know, things like that. Yeah. But I do believe that there is a higher spatial ground and it's heaven. Yeah, I do believe in heaven. I don't want to say that I believe in hell, but I mean, you know, we talk about duality, so obviously if there's a heaven, there must be some sort of hell situation. I just don't really think about it that much. I don't pay much attention. I don't, you know. I pretend it doesn't exist. I I just don't like giving energy and power. Exactly. I just don't like giving power and energy to it, right? Because I do. And I guess in that in that breath, I do believe in it because there is power to give to it, and yeah. I think that's the part I don't like fucking with. Like, oh. And that's why I was just like, you know, I just like I don't mind, baby, you know. <laughs> but um, so I I do believe in both. Yeah. Know, yeah. Um. I just like Lucy believes it's a little bit more. It's not as black and white. It's not as clear cut as a lot of religions and yeah. like Christianity and Catholicism like to paint it to be. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I believe in heaven, whatever that heaven is. It's just a place where there's no pain and like sadness and whatnot. Um, yeah. But as far as hell, I think we're currently living in hell. That's my personal theory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we want to talk about it biblically, biblically mm-hmm. I think that hell is earth. Mm-hmm. Um, if we want to talk about it spiritually, like it's a it's a yeah, physical like it form. It's a physical form of that your bot your soul is trapped in. Like your body is basically a Stuck cell here. for 
for your soul and you're you got to live out that life whatever it was that you picked out to live so um yeah I don't know if you I guess when I was reading the bible you know the whole um idea that satan was thrown out of heaven and fell to earth and is like this is his domain mm-hmm. if you believe in that i i think then that would make this hell because then people wouldn't suffer as much as they do right the, the things that they suffer here that's and usually true. that's what people say hell is it's like you're in a constant state of like suffering and you you know it's like punishment right internal punishment or whatever well i mean yeah i mean a lot of people say well i don't know i mean i think that's interesting because you know how they say like all a lot of the afflictions that we go through as women were brought upon from the original sin because eve ate the goddamn apple (laughs) damn eve that's why we have to bear children you know that's why i'm missing right now exactly no seriously (laughs) i remember when like i learned that at like um catechism and stuff my mind was blown because i was like what the fuck this can't be true and that's also why like allegedly but then this just gets to other shit because that's allegedly why also we have to work for our our daily bread basically right what yeah well yeah because we were the original man out of paradise exactly so that's why we're just like i sang the body electric (laughs) (laughs) watch the video guys oh my goodness yeah Um, she's talking about lana del rey yeah by the way if you know you know (laughs) if you don't you don't don't. i'll send you the links to the youtube videos because it's a very nice probably won't watch my friend (laughs) but it talks about like heaven and and like hell it's just for it's just for the content of the video if at least you're not going to pay attention to the music (laughs) it's it's an art form anyways yeah yeah, heaven or hell for me um i don't know as a person as an anthropologist (laughs) i'm just kidding no i i think um yeah interesting what were you gonna say though as an anthropologist do you believe in it or not yeah right i mean i honestly heaven and hell yeah but it's not like the catholic version you know it's not yeah. like the sky and then the freaking lava center of the earth yeah because there's different ideations of it right and, you know and the one, different cultures I mean, one thing we exactly one thing we learn in anthropology is about the different origin stories of cultures mm-hmm. and indigenous people have it the best known because they're they are the purest form of thought of original thought Mm-hmm. Right, at least in my in my perception, mm-hmm. um, the indigenous have better insight of the cosmic planes on on mm-hmm. Earth than anybody else because they're yeah. all tainted with like um, information outside, you know, outside mm-hmm. of our nature. So I, I feel like uh, I know a few of their heavens and hells, mm-hmm. and um, it is definitely a spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. Right, I feel like what what death is is the mm-hmm. spiritual warfare. This is a vessel that we carry, um, at least in my eyes, that we carry around to to like round up our soldiers, like our fellow friends. Like we were meant to to know each other in this life, you know, and and mm-hmm. I feel like that that's really what life is mm-hmm. for me. And you go through the like these, you know, because we are energy in the way, anyways, right? Mm-hmm. We go through the the negative nets of energy, which is like what evil is or what bad people are and stuff like that. Yeah. And tries to pull us, right? Like the push and pull of evil and good. Yeah, and that's hell. You know, like you constantly having to fight these energies, um, because you are that like light 
being light, right? So like, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Lucy, on the whole earth being hell. This is like your main, um, your main testing point. Mm-hmm. You know, before you go before to before you ascend or descend, I or mean, what if we go sideways? <laughs> Can we go horizontal? Perpendicular? Is that, is, yeah, there you go. Is that purgatory? <laughs> I'm just no. <laughs> is that like? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, no. But honestly, though, like I think what's interesting, like you just bringing up indigenous people and just how different cultures have conceptualized the idea of death after different types of afterlives or different planes you know spiritual planes and stuff i think what's interesting is like indigenous folks were not afraid of the underworld if anything they kind of worship that more but i mean obviously there's a lot of different um layers to that right Mm -hmm. and that was out of their fear of those gods and stuff and that's why they worship them so much so let's talk about this let's talk like the different beliefs in death Mm mm-hmm what you you're saying one with um the planes right yeah what about my planes what are the the beliefs or theories that i've heard a lot about is like the whole reincarnation cycle right there's different theories as to what the reincarnation cycle is yeah um one that i thought was really cool and kind of touches base on like what you jenny and i are talking about mm-hmm. is that like your body you're basically you're just experienced life and the whole idea of that specific reincarnation cycle is that you choose what life you live Mm -hmm. you choose all the the bad things that happen to you all the good things all the people you meet like all the soul contracts that you have are all decided in that plane of that spiritual plane and then you're like, all right, well, I'm ready to go live. I'm ready to go fuck shit up. I'm ready to go fuck shit up on Earth, <laughs> on the Earth plane. Yeah. And then you come down and you basically go through it. And then, but your soul, that theory is that your soul has a choice whether or not it wants to reincarnate. Oh. And it's like, I already lived enough. I don't want to see any more of the physical plane. And you can just live just in chill. the spiritual plane. Yeah. But there's other reincarnation theories where it's like you don't have a choice. It's a karmic cycle. Yeah. And you come down to this earth to learn your lessons, right? And if you don't learn your lessons before you die, you basically you come, come back. back and, and then it's, it's a, a circle. A circle. The circle. The circle of life. It literally is. So, yeah. But I like to think, or the way I see death, is that you die having accomplished the things that you came down to do mm-hmm. so when you do die it's like you already did it and now you're going to go back up but i also think it's a a way of also testing other people and how yeah. your death affects other people yes. and what they're going to go effect. yeah it's like yeah. what are they going to do when you die like what did what path do they take right right so your death yeah. is almost like a canon event for someone yeah it could right? easily be a canon event for somebody i know like or it influence it impacts someone's life mm-hmm. yeah i mean i mean when my it, like you said when you deal with death too it's like how does everybody grieve everybody grieves differently right yeah. the choices you make at the time that you're grieving might not be the choices you would have made had you been in a better mind state of you know uh, of not grieving um mm-hmm. i know like I mean, my when my grandfather passed away, you know, he left behind twelve kids, twelve, uh, yeah, twelve kids, wow. um, sons and daughters, and like they all grieved very differently, right? Some mm-hmm. people kind of recoiled back into their own. Some people leaned on others, you know, their significant yeah. others or siblings themselves. So, mm-hmm. I think it's oh, getting older and kind of learning how they all like kind of dealt 
with it and like what happened around that time with them has been very interesting to learn about mm-hmm. um so yeah i thought that's always i'm like oh i that's why i kind of seem like death does kind of affect others right and it also affects their decisions. And that's like their test here. Like, how are you going to react to losing maybe like a soul tie or yeah. the people that you agree to come down with? What are you, um, what reincarnation theory or, yeah, right, theory, mm-hmm. are you most closely like aligned with or that you think is, is more close to the truth? Or like, for example, if you were to die, or I'm sorry, when you will die, which one <laughs> would you like to go through? I mean, personally, I would like to hope that I chose this. You know what I mean? I think it's more comforting to know that this is the life you chose other than this is the life you were dealt. And you kind of just have to go through it because maybe in the past you were a shitty person and now you have to experience the shitty things that you did to <laughs> other people. You know what I mean? Like, like, uh, yeah, uh, I would like to hope that I chose it just for the experience and to go yeah. through for it. The for the we plot. We should. Yes, You know, it's like, oh, okay. If I, I guess thinking, of, I'm like, okay, my soul decided to go here because I wanted to learn certain lessons in life. And I'm mm-hmm. here to kind of figure out what those lessons are and what my purpose in life is and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of do that. And when I'm gone, I'm. it's comforting to know that I died because... I accomplished what I needed to accomplish. Yeah. So I'm going to go on the positive side of this and be like, yeah, I I died because I accomplished. And that's how I would hope um, other people took it if I were to leave people behind. Like, she accomplished what she needed to accomplish, and now it's my turn to accomplish what I need to accomplish and whatnot. Yeah, to go on and do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that because I feel like in that way, you you think about life and even death in such Mm -hmm. an active way way as mm-hmm. opposed to being passive like you know you saying well i wasn't just dealt this life i like to i like to think that at least i chose it so you kind of get ownership of of your life as opposed to sitting around being like oh this happened to me like yeah. why does this happen well, you know yeah uh, so I, I like that mentality like of you it. like because obviously you can't control death and like we being people that like to control things overall in general no i mean us yeah because we always have like everything i feel like everything that we always talk about it's like we have a need for control but like human beings in general yeah i think that's why we fear death it's something that we can't Can't control control. yeah right so i like to think that this theory gives us a sense of control and again comfort that it's like because you're having active yeah we had an active um, you had a saying, uh, yeah, parti- you, had, you yeah, had an exactly. active participating role in choosing this, this life mm-hmm. and the way this life panned out for you. Exactly. And even while you're here, right? Mm-hmm. Like the choices you made and stuff. Exactly. So, that, so then, do you think that like you're predestined to things or is it just like, you know, like as you are existing now, after all the stuff that you chose for yourself for the plot and are living does that mean that it's already chosen for you there's nothing else or that do you think there is an opportunity for things to like well i'm a huge i think there are opportunities where things could derail um there could uh i mean i think this is like a different a whole this could be a whole different topic in itself but like suicide for instance Mm -hmm. there could be the possibility that you chose that that was like your soul's way of choosing it or it was like maybe your soul just couldn't deal and was like i'm out you know what i mean like Like, the the life that they decided to live wasn't actually what they thought you know or something i don't know yeah that's like a whole different topic and like very sensitive too so that's why i'm like yeah 
but also I I do believe that everything happens for a reason so I would def based off of that thinking and my way of thinking I would say that it is predestined that's interesting I I don't I don't believe it's predestined I think I think we're like I think life is a gift mm -hmm. right like we've been like our souls have been in a realm of like all-knowing let's say that right mm -hmm. and life is a gift of feeling and emotion and experiencing yeah and so whether we're sent or we elect to come here or it's just our time because i remember i'll never forget my little baby brother chris he was like i don't mm -hmm. know he was like four dude and i was like chris you can't remember when you were two. Like, you can't. You can't remember anything. That's too far. Mm -hmm. He's like, I can't remember. He's like, Yeah, I remember. I remember when I wasn't even born. And I was like, Where were you? And he was like, I was up there waiting for you guys to be ready for me. And he was That's like really so little. Crazy. And I should you know that should give me goosebumps. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> he's little. It's like, yeah. I would be like, like first stuff of all, like that. you could barely talk. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> before you were born you're like the boy who lived <laughs> and mind you like people are really easily able to dismiss comments like this yeah. right yeah. like oh he he saw that on the tv like he, see, he learned it somewhere you know what i mean mm -hmm. i didn't i took that yeah, shit I think to he's heart too young for him yeah to like i took that shit to heart and it made me feel like you know everything that i had known or i had felt about death mm -hmm. um wasn't it you know now i'm looking at through this little innocent child Mm -hmm. who said he was waiting mm -hmm. so he elected to come down here right and i was mm -hmm. like maybe we all did um but yeah I yeah i pressed I, the button <laughs> i was like my turn <laughs> um but yeah like whether we elect to come or we're chosen to come i do feel that life is a gift and it's more about what you do here so you can either help your fellow souls ascend with you mm -hmm. you know and live in that state because I do, I feel like in a sense when we're up in the spiritual realm, like we are not able, we're not sentient in the fact where we have emotions or like sensual body sensations or mm -hmm. stuff like that. I feel like we're just like all knowing in a normal light, you know, yeah. and we're just floating above space. This is my theory, right? So I feel like when we come here, we're able to experience, ex experience actual have all these feelings. Things. Yeah. yeah. And so when we're down here, it's up to us pretty much to take that. Mm -hmm. Uh, in a good manner or in a bad manner, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's, yeah, that's my idea of what life or death, in the sense, is. And so, in, in my, in my, I guess what I'm trying to say, like death. Um, yeah, death isn't like uh, just like sees like it just stops and you go nowhere. Oh, so it's, I see what the, you're saying. In the body, yeah, yeah. obviously, because this changes throughout time and so form, it's like a right? cycle it changes too. form too yeah. like because we be, yeah. could be trees oh i would love to be a tree yeah yeah i don't know if i would want to i don't know i don't think i can be like a like i don't a think plant I, yeah because i'm kind of stuck there <laughs> no i mean i know plant. i'm always saying that i'm a flower but I, yeah i don't think i would want to be like a tree or something because i feel like i can't stay put so that would probably be hell for me <laughs> to be like a tree that can fucking move. But if you don't know him, but yeah, literally. but then that's a, I, I think also it's like, do you think that when you die, you forget 
Probably. Well, I mean, you forget. I feel like you forget everything, and that's why some of us don't remember our past says. lives. Mm -hmm. So when you're coming back as a tree, you don't remember exact. You're not taking on the personality you were taking on Possibly. previously. I just know, like for me, as I exist right now, Mother Willow. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would me, love to be grandmother Willow. right now. As I exist, I don't think I'd be like. I would like to come back as a tree. I know that trees are majestic and they give a lot and they give energy and oxygen and they can be comforting to people. They give shelter and stuff like that. But that's just not me. They're the almighty protectors and the greatest storytellers to ever live. That's true. Yeah. To still live in this earth. Mm -hmm. All around. And there's that's something interesting. I wonder what I would prefer <laughs> like, to be reincarnated into let's if not, not a freaking plant about how plants communicate to each other. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking to every fucking single plant. Colors of the wind. I'm yeah, just kidding. Dude. Trees are amazing. Anyways, I don't want to be a tree. You'd be like... Or an owl. An owl. That's yeah. cool. I would like to be an owl, actually. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I feel like if I did have to reincarnate, it would have to be an animal. Like, an animal or a human. I, like I said, I don't know if I would want to do a tree. If I could just come through in another body and just live life again and, like, maybe do things differently because I have a different purpose, like, that would be cool. So, yeah. in speaking of this, you guys do believe in reincarnation, then? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Mm. Transference of energy? What do you mean by well, that? Well, that's what reincarnation would be, right? Oh, so, like, my energy is coming into a different... To a different life form. Well, have you heard but, that thing where they said that you going into the light is just you coming out of a womb? Oh yeah. Yes. What? That's such a. That's back true. I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Come into the light. And yeah. just come. <laughs> Literally. The ugliest baby around. Shit. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, I would like to come back. So, I mean, you guys know how obsessed I am with this concept. I'm smiling the whole way through. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it can be a little bit unhealthy, right? Like, if you're what? obsessing over the idea of death. Well, yeah, just like anything else. Yeah, right? right? Everything in doses? Yeah. Because Why is it... Okay, death has such a negative connotation. I mean, it's the PR. It's the PR <laughs> people. They're not branding death right. I mean, it's great in movies, Someone give me a job. I know, right? I mean, it's great Preferably in, in PR. I'm just kidding. Obviously. <laughs> Why? I think because I think historically and culturally, it has been a way to control people in society mm -hmm. for like fear in general, like fear mongering has been a thing for life. So I feel like especially when you talk about trying to control society through religion, yeah. Yeah. death is one of the their biggest pillars of, sh of like instilling fear in people because it's like, huh, you die. If you die, you're going to hell. Yeah. If you have done person. God's work up here. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or like, or, or like, if you do bad things, you're going to end up dying sooner rather than later. Or like, don't do this because you might get chlamydia and die. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but don't yeah. Don't sit on the toilet. You'll get pregnant. I think that's why, <laughs> I think that's why um, it's been kind of given such a negative light throughout the years because people are using it as a way to control people. That's so true. I didn't even think about that, mm -hmm. Shell. Oh yeah, that's how Christianity was basically formed. Yeah. Well, fear, for Based sure. on fear, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I, mean I, yeah. I think going back to what you were saying, just like thinking about death, if it could be unhealthy, I think it can to some extent, just in the sense of like, if you're constantly living to with like oh my god i'm gonna die i'm gonna die you're probably living in fear all the time trying to kill yourself right. from anxiety. Well, like, yeah, or anxiety it's like you're disease. in constant 
fear of the future. Yeah. So when so you kind sti- of fall into that too. Yeah, and you kind of stifle yourself. Like you could have been out here doing the things that you were put on this earth to do. You could have been living your life, but you're over here just like concerned with the fear that you're Space gonna die. Yeah. Or yeah, and like this is why there's like some people that like don't like to go out, and in the sense of like that something's gonna happen. Because yeah, like car accident you know someone's gonna run don't you like over to travel because they don't like going getting on planes, planes yeah. because they're afraid that the plane's gonna fall out there's a colonial woman on the wing you know <laughs> what i mean like this shit is real um yeah so yeah so i do think that that having um thinking about death too much can be a little unhealthy yeah it can't be good on your on your mental health i mean to constantly uh, well i mean it. i guess if you're thinking it Thinking of it in a negative connotation, right. sure, it's unhealthy. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. I kind of use death to, like, motivate me. That's a, yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good way of putting it's it. positive. But you're not living your life every day like, oh, I'm going to die, so I better fucking do this. Oh, no. You know what I mean? That's a lot to think about. But I do think that, I like, I think just circling back to how we were saying how if we know it's inevitable, then why are we not just doing the things we want to do? Why are we not yeah. living to... Why are we not bitching up? Exactly. <laughs> right? To do what we want to do. Or like you said, er, you're driven by your goals too. Setting up goals for yourself. Like, I want to do this before I die. I know you talk a lot about leaving a legacy for your family, for yeah. your kids and grandkids and stuff. And I don't know about kids and grandkids. But yeah, for, my, for me, for, for my family. family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. When you say family, I, I, I thought that that extended Maybe to I your grandchildren. <laughs> no, okay, two dogs. Yeah. 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 But yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I mean... I am your legacy as your friend. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, a legacy. I don't know if a legacy is as important to me as, like, fulfilling what I'm here to do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, do I want... And I've thought about this. Like, do I want to be remembered? You know? And I think, I mean, I don't know. Little, do you want to be I'm remembered? Vain, so I think, yeah, I do want to be remembered, like, when I die. But yeah, I use, I use sometimes, you know, uh, the idea of death to drive my goals. Or to give me drive, right? It's like, just... Wait, but I want to circle back to the idea of you wanting to be remembered. How oh. do you want to be remembered? Yeah, I don't know. I've dabbled with this. But I think more than likely through writing. Through writing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think like I want my words to impact some mm-hmm. small, chunky, little Salvadoreña little girl who's also made fun of and who doesn't look like Selena Gomez. <laughs> I love that. And you know, I, yeah, I want to inspire her, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's just me getting back to like my childhood gen, like yeah. what I lacked as a kid. I don't want another little girl to lack. And to me, that was like resonating or like kind um, of being able to bond with somebody that came from where I'm from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That is first generation. Re- that could relate to you. Yeah, right? like all these things. So that's how I want to leave my legacy. Do your words. Do that's your right. words. And maybe my photos. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I feel if like I do have kids. If, if we can broaden it up, your yeah. art. True. Right? Yeah. Because you're a very creative person and you use different mediums, right? Yeah. Like you've used photography you've reused writing yeah. and then you've also meshed both of them right. and then now we're out here doing the spoken word no i'm kidding bitch. but you know, <laughs> we're now we're leaving oral histories behind bitch. <laughs> yeah we said oral. <laughs> it's, it's a thr- it's giving triple threat baby <laughs> writing so photo true. and oral and oral yeah <laughs> do you lose do you feel like you want to be remembered or leave a legacy 
Um, I haven't really thought about it, to be quite honest. I mean, I think when you are remembered, it's usually if you impacted history somehow. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I could ever really do anything that's going to be that impactful or it's going to be don't written sell in history. Yourself short. I'm sure. But like you said, I think it'd be cool to be remembered like via something I wrote or some kind of artwork because usually that's probably like one of the most um, common, common ways, yeah, right, mm-hmm. to be remembered aside from history. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're so cool. lucky too that we live in that era where we are able to record things. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's different mediums for us like to record. Before it was yeah. only writing, yeah, but now it's yeah. like so many. Yeah, there's. But other than that, I don't know. I haven't really thought about what my legacy would be. I would hope, also, just amongst the people that I leave behind, would be that they would remember me in a positive manner or whatever it is inspired them. You know, that's mm-hmm. a form of legacy i guess you can yeah say. I, that's why i was saying don't sell yourself short i think for me of course she's gonna be remembered she's unforgettable baby <laughs> i was like no i'm just kidding jenny rivera it's giving it's giving jenny rivera no for sure like i would definitely love to be remembered and i think and i will be remembered i'm heard it here for first folks um but i think forgotten tomorrow just right like isn't there like a thing where it's like there's three deaths like you dying it's like physical form and then like social death and then like oh yeah death of like people not forgetting you people forgetting hello this is like the premise of coco I know. Remember, Remember me. me. Oh my god, that is so depressing. <laughs> no, that is the premise. Like that's no, why I know Coco's so sad. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. No, but, I love um, it. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I definitely you. think. Well, I I want to be remembered. I don't know what my legacy is gonna look like yet because you know she is just a baby right now, mm-hmm. and I still have a lot of life to live. But I do think that part of I would like to make sure that whatever and whatever I do whatever capacity that that I do impact the people that I come across in life you know whether it's like through friendships whether it's through my family whether it's like on a business or like on a um what is it called career level that I make some sort of impact with them and at least to be remembered for whatever impact that was I hope it's a good impact yeah (laughs) you know and even if it's negative I still affected you, baby. <laughs> You'll remember that. <laughs> Let's hope that it's a positive one. But did I step on you on my way to the top? I fucking did, and you'll never. I was forget like, don't me. fucking tread on me, okay? <laughs> um, that went She's sideways. Like, bop, no. bop, bop, bop. Yeah, <laughs> literally. No, no. I I would like to be remembered by like the impact, how I made people feel. Hopefully. They felt good in my presence and I uplifted them in some way, yeah. whatever it was, you know, whether it was just by talking to them, whether it was by being vulnerable with them or by doing something for them, you yeah. know, being of service to them in some way. Yeah. Remember me, bitches. I know. What do you think people, well, what do you want people to say about you? Or what do you think they'll say? Let's start with what do you think they'll say about you first and then we'll work our way to They're going to be like, where you been at, loca? <laughs> 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 what are, I don't know. I think what are people gonna say about me? Yeah, they would say I'm unhinged for sure. They would yeah. say that I'm crazy. Would you want people to be Loka. honest? And if like they like, 
Am I like, forbid, am like I a eulog- funeral or my eulogy? Yeah, roast me, bitches. Oh my god, because I'm gonna be with there with popcorn. Yes, yeah, hopefully I'm not gonna be roasted. Yeah, yeah, we all know Lucy we was a not coming whore. You can never know what she was thinking because she was always in her resting bitch face. I kind of, I, I wish we were all there for our like own funerals, but we don't, we can't guarantee that we're gonna be in each other's. We all died in a car crash. Okay, at some point. First of all, okay, I know literally, bitch. If we all die in a car crash, we can't be there for each other. (laughs) Yeah. She mean, oh, I thought Jenny meant like, we're all going to be each other in the afterlife. Okay, the afterlife. I, I was like, no, we're going to fake our death and then just watch all oh. go to our funeral. And oh, then be like, surprise, bitch. So that's how you really feel? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you didn't cry enough. Where the fuck... <laughs> <laughs> you didn't cry enough. Where the fuck is this person? Yeah, exactly. First of all, I told him that just to cremate me. And it's like, I'm a fucking there. <laughs> well, actually, I don't know that. Wait, um, you, won't, you would want to be cremated? Honestly. Yeah. Okay, that's literally my internal don't battle with scary, myself. Because I've heard some horror stories. No, I... Me, please. No, okay, see. I would like to get cremated just because I'm just like... You know, just get me back to the earth, you know, whatever. But I could also do that if I'm, like, a body and just decompose. Because all that's left are my bones. And, honestly, the anthropology side of me was, like, let my bones tell a story when, like, thousands of years from now, people, like, excavate me and they'll be like, oh, my God, who was this mid-sized queen, right? Like, (laughs) they're going to know about me through, like, my bones and stuff. So, for that reason, I don't want to be cremated because I feel like it's going to be a story. And it's also going to tell a lot about our society. Yeah, that's um, actually... How we bury our people, you know? You don't think serial killers have enough bodies underground well, that's, that's a different story. story that they're gonna tell though. That's not my story. Okay. That's not my story, boo. Um, yeah, like I just think caskets are a waste of space. They are. And I mean obviously like the, the like earth. let's not get into the funeral industry. Oh yeah. yeah. No, but I mean like the size they, of these things are huge and yeah. you don't need that much room. Well honestly you could just like ground. dig me up. Like, I mean just put me under, you know. Just put me in a little potato sack. Yeah, literally. And stuff me put, twelve feet under. Yeah, under well, that, I mean, the reason <laughs> caskets were created because some people were being buried before they were actually dead, so then they had to yeah. do a little bell thing. Family, if I die before my time don't worry about getting me a cute ass casket. You know, get the cheap one, the bare minimum. You can make my own fucking casket if you want. <laughs> I just need to be put underground. That's all I need. Right. Yeah, I, I thought about that too because I'm like, a part of me would want to be cremated and made into a diamond, aka Chris Jenner, you know? Mm-hmm. But then I've heard horror stories of like people being cremated and they're actually alive. So uh, that's scary. So that I'm like, no, scary. thank you. I think I have enough family members to be like, no, that bitch well, is dead. You know what's interesting? Talking about like cremation versus like just being Burial. buried and mm-hmm. stuff, especially we're like kind of leaning back to religion since it's been a common thread. As a Catholic, you're not supposed to cremate yourself. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to go back to the dirt. Like, that's your cycle. Dust to dust. You're not going to make it into heaven if you cremate yourself, baby. Um. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So think about that. I want to be cremated and I want to have a roast at my funeral. funeral. And I want to have an Irish. Thing. She's like, and I want all of my exes to pull up and be crying because they knew I was the one that cri- that got away. No, that's weird. Why? I don't know. Imagine they come through to roast you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they probably get the best shit. They hate me. Oh my god. Do it, guys. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I hope that it, if and when I do die, um, that I do get to um, attend my funeral. Yeah, spiritually. Yeah. Or just like. Hopefully, I will make it into another freaking body before then. <laughs> I'm trying to like, let me have my moment, please. I just keep thinking about going into you're the light like, and coming out of like the room. Sucked into the light mid like party. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no, this one was gonna be gone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I always tell my mom, I'm like, please have a party when I pass away. Celebrate and just, my like, life. Yeah, celebrate my life. Don't. I mean, I'm sure it's gonna be sad. But, like, also, like, just... It's only going to be sad if you make it sad mom. That's what I told her. Aww. Yeah. No, but for real, I feel like, yeah, I want my life to be a celebration, too. Like, don't, you know, no matter how I die. Yeah, think of all the stupid shit I did. Yeah. And times it by three, because some of it you didn't even know. I'm in. <laughs> just wait until all my friends tell all my stories. <laughs> right, right. And burn all my journals. That's if they don't Chris. come out in this pod first. <laughs> you would want your journals burned? To be burned? Yeah. Wait. What? But then how I are thought you that was gonna be part of bitch? your. I thought that was gonna be part of your legacy for your journals to get published. Uh, yeah, I want to publish anonymously, of course. <laughs> Wink. Um, no, I want to make like a master, you. like a master, one master book uh-huh. of all of my journals. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I've I've had ideas about like typing them out, like in the, with a typewriter. Do you okay? But do you wanna publish them or not? Or are you just trying to publish them for yourself? For you to have them. My like journals, probably not, but my poetry, sure. Your poetry, yeah. Yeah, I could do my poetry, but my journals. Well, I feel like your journals are gonna. We can't get rid of your journals because what if we're gonna make like a docu series about you? That's what I'm saying. I was like, your journals are gonna come in handy whenever your documentary is made. But my family's just supposed to hoard them. What do you want your documentary to be called? She was a riot? Yeah. She was a riot. She was a fucking riot. Death and all her friends. Colon, death, and all her friends. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> so you're going to need those journals, bitch. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Oh, gosh. I feel like, That's yeah. a lot of like, journals. And you too, Lucy, like, you guys that, like, write, mm-hmm. you guys should keep that close because you never know when it's going to come in handy. I know. I, I'm, I've started to write, like, off the well, I don't write about my personal life, so my yeah, journals are don't. not going to come into play for that. Oh. Just my thoughts about other shit but that okay that's that's personal yeah yeah Yeah. even though it's not like you saying today i ate a fig no i'm just kidding (laughs) she doesn't even eat my thoughts on death that's literally it yeah yeah that's cool it it talks about your thoughts about what you thought about these things like there's importance to that Mm -hmm. we're not gonna be able to make a biopic off off of it obviously but that's fine i'll be able to narrate your story thanks Yours <laughs> too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Me talking to you I like how you made yourself. Remember how I said if and when I die? <laughs> it's definitely not it. before you guys. Because <laughs> no. I would never let you guys narrate my story. No. Shelly well, would be the kind of person that would have a biopic about herself before she passed away so that she can control everything. And she's like, that's not how it went We're down. We're cutting that. Yeah. No. Who the <laughs> fuck said you can. No. I think it would be funny though. Alright, guys. Alright, well, this has been fun. Thanks for becoming death with us. Yes. (laughs) We we hope that we rebranded death for you. I hope these morbid angels satisfy your darkness. I hope death hires us as their people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We hope that we rebranded it because honestly, like, my life is on the line here. Okay, my job is on the line. My job is on the line. But yeah. So funny. Thanks for hiring us. (laughs) 
Thanks for yeah, right? And let us know, like, what was your first experience of yes. understanding death and the concept and yes. how you view death? Like, what exactly. is your thoughts on that? Yes, please share that. I'd love I'd What love do you guys think? Visions. Is death a good witch or a bad witch? She's a sexy witch. I think she's a sexy witch, too. <laughs> I think she's mean. I'm just kidding. Do right. sure. All right. All right, bye. Good Remember night. to live your life because death is upon us. <laughs> bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Live your life, bitches. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.